1: That's not the best insult to come out in the the last decade. What is up? What's happening? What's going on? Welcome back to another episode of DX Daily, the podcast that is brought to you by the lovely people at Hip Hop DX, the place where we keep you up to date on everything that happens in hip hop music culture. I am one of your lovely hosts, Asia Sky. And I'm your other host, A-Dub. It's Thursday and Kanye West is at it again. And this time he's gone so far that Instagram has banned him, man. They're giving him the boost. Also, Jack Harlow has spoken on the Megan Thee Stallion and Tory Lanez situation. He gave his thoughts on why people keep bringing him up when it comes to Tory Lanez allegedly shooting Megan Thee Stallion. Also, Lil Nas X has a new collaboration with NBA Youngboy on the way. And Jake Paul wants to see Kanye West and Pete Davidson get inside the boxing ring. Quite a bit to get to, but before we do, please make sure you follow the podcast. Please make sure you subscribe to us on whichever app you're on right now thank you now let's jump into it okay so before we get into all of the foolishness of today you know before we were doing the segment on just words of wisdom just motivational messages that people had and just a couple of things to just get you through the day right Mm -hmm. well I feel like Rick Ross has hit us with some words of wisdom again he always comes through with it can we just listen to some some words from Rose to get us started this morning this Thursday morning we need that
0: let's hear it okay
1: they make them noises just to put fear in the opponent heart all that breathing shit they want you to think they punching so fast like bruce lee that ain't nothing that's a nigga making that noise with his mouth and if you fall for it that's you i'm gonna eat it <laughs> Okay. (laughs) So let me explain. All right. So he's at a boxing rink, a gym, a training facility of some sort. And this just goes with the theme of, you know, boxing matches that we're going to get into later on today. But... He's saying, like, the guy that's about to spar with him or was just sparring with him, he's throwing all these punches. He's making those noises. And Rosé is basically saying, like, those noises don't mean anything. They're making those noises to scare you. So you can't mentally succumb to the noise or else you are going to be defeated by your opponent. It's all in your mind. Yet another word of wisdom from Rosé. That's deep. I, I love it. I needed that motivation that hype me up. Let's get it. You can't tell me that the scream at the end didn't get you ready to go for your day. Like you can't.
0: That was it for me. The scream that solidified everything that he said that with that scream.
1: Okay. All right. So that's your words of wisdom for today. Now let's go ahead and jump into uh, Kanye West and this saga that just continues on and on. Okay. So Kanye's uh, recent behavior on Instagram, aka all of these these shots he's been sending at everybody, have caused Instagram to ban him. (laughs) A spokesperson for Instagram says that Kanye clearly violated Instagram policy instagram's policies on hate speech harassment and bullying right now kanye is unable to post comment send dms or use any of instagram's other functions and this all comes of course after he's been going back and forth with pete davidson all week um he's been going back and forth with dl Hughley, trevor noah like everybody is on kanye's enemy list right now and um, due to all of these things that he's been posting about all of these people that's why ig has limited his page
0: yeah, um I think the biggest one is kind of after he went after Trevor Noah um which I don't know how Trevor got into this but um he I know how he got into it of on, you know. on his uh on his show. He spoke of Kanye's oh, that recent actions. Yeah. Oh. Okay, so there you go. I guess when you talk about Kanye, you get Kanye's wrath and um <laughs> so Kanye had posted like a screenshot of Trevor Noah in the caption can, can I say it, Asia, or should you say it? Because I don't think any of us
1: should say it. I, I leave it at racial slur.
0: Because Period. if
1: Kanye can't say it, you can't say it. I can't say it. Only uh yeah, it's not to be said unless it's, you know, said in its proper meaning, in its proper context by the proper personnel. Okay, so we're gonna leave it at Kanye. Um called Trevor Noah a certain slur that um is used towards black people by um other black people or anyone else when they are actively going against a black person. So you can uh, do your research on that if you want to know what was said, but just know that Kanye was not happy with Trevor Noah. And, um, of course I, I find it funny actually that, um, he was kicked off for this, for the slur, instead of all of the things he's been saying to Pete Davidson. That was the crazy part to me. Like, Pete David, he was posting about Pete Davidson and former jokes Pete Davidson had done about um, alleged, like, pedophile-esque acts, like, pedophilic acts, if that's the word. Um, yeah, mm. it was a lot of inappropriate things being posted, but... Um, the big thing, too, with Kanye and Pete Davidson was the text messages that got exchanged uh, between the two. And Kanye posted those messages. I, can, should we do a, a, a read-along with this? Do you want to be Kanye or do you want to be Pete? Uh, I'll, I'll play Pete. I'll play Pete. Okay, you be Pete. Okay. Dang, I felt like I had a good Pete impersonation, too. All right, I'll do Kanye. Oh, we, we can
0: switch. We can switch. Okay. No okay, matter. All right,
1: all right. You do Kanye. I'll do Pete. Okay, bet. Yo, it's skeet. Can you please take a second to calm down? It's 8 a.m. and it don't got to be like this. Kim is literally the best mother I've ever met. What (laughs) she does for those kids is amazing and you are lucky and she's your kid's mom. I've decided I'm not going to let you treat us this way anymore and I'm done being quiet. Grow the F up.
0: Oh, you using profanity? Where are you right now?
1: In bed with your wife. Here's a selfie of us together. I'm naked. She's right next to me. I added the the photo for imagery.
0: Come to Sunday service.
1: This isn't public, dude. I'm not here for pictures and press, which is obviously all you care about. My offer stands. I wish you'd man up for once in your life. Then <laughs> Pete goes on to tell Kanye that he can get him help with his mental health situation and um Kanye just doesn't accept the offer. And why would you honestly? Like if someone is anti- antagonizing you in that manner, <laughs> why would you be willing to accept help from them? Like Pete, if you were going to try to help Kanye, you probably shouldn't have sent him a selfie uh with you in bed next to Kim Kardashian. Not helpful.
0: Yeah, that was that was kind of a low blow. Like I understand like when people do that, like boy you'll see it sometimes on social media boyfriend girlfriend, but Someone's wife, ex-wife, that's kinda touchy, like and you can you know Kanye's trying to get her back and mm-hmm. has a whole family, kids, and empire with this woman. Uh, it's kinda it's weird. Yeah. So the back and
1: forth continued to go on from there. And um allow me to read one of actually my favorite excerpts from Kanye in this entire back and forth. So um this is when he posted about Pete previously doing that joke about the baby and um, having sex with the baby, like I said, borderline pedophile vibes. But, of course, Pete is a comedian, so, you know, they push the bar a little bit. So, Kanye posted about that, and he said that's the reason why he doesn't want Pete Davidson around his kids, which, honestly, valid. Like, if you mm-hmm. you making jokes about having sex with kids, maybe I don't want you around my kids. But anyway, so Kanye posts that, and he said... Yet another reason why Skeet gotta stay away from my children. Oh, and nobody noticed that he ain't show up to SNL because Mister I can help you with your meds and mental, because Mister I can help you with your meds had a mental breakdown after we ran him off the internet. Skeet, you are not built for this. I already blacked the Super Bowl out on you. Apologize to your family for being in your family. If that's not the hardest thing I ever heard. If that's not the best insult to come out in the the last decade, apologize to your family for being in your family. Mm, I don't know. I might have to end it all after that one. Like, (laughs) if somebody told me that, to apologize to my family for being in my family, something you have absolutely no control over, like, that's like saying apologize for existing because it's not working. You're doing your family a disservice by being in your family. I fell out when I saw that. Kanye, that was wild. (laughs)
0: that was wild yeah i don't know what you could say after that like if someone tells you that like you just got to give up because like damn yeah just let it go
1: at that point but I, mm -hmm. i think it's crazy how um both of these are men that have publicly um publicly came out and said that they've they have dealt and do deal with mental health issues, weaponizing those things against one another. That's a little wild to see as well in this situation for me, like with Pete Davidson antagonizing Kanye, then saying, oh, bro, I can help you with your mental health. And then Kanye saying, oh, mister, I can help you with your mental health, had a mental breakdown and putting Pete's Pete's business out there like that. Like, that's crazy too. And no one's talking about that because everybody's so caught up in the back and forth. And it's like, okay, so you guys both – suffer from mental illness yet you are um, basically clowning each other about having mental illnesses it's wild to me this whole situation is wild to me (laughs) and we got away from the original point of the fact that Kanye is banned from Instagram now they gave him the boosie treatment and now you see why because this is the type of foolishness that he's bringing to the app and that DL Hughley's bringing to the app and that Pete Davidson is
0: bringing to the app it's all a mess yeah, just a big mess. So we think it. Do we think it's good that he's banned for a little bit to, for whatever, to calm down, I guess, or to like you know not have anywhere to, you know, put out his thoughts because he hasn't he hasn't tweeted anything lately. I don't know if he has access to his Twitter, <laughs> um, but the Instagram is done. I think Kanye
1: should take a social media sabbatical, like Lil Nas X, who we'll talk about um, in a few minutes. But um, do I think Instagram should have banned him? I think if they were going to ban him, they should have done it for previous things. I don't think the Trevor Noah remark should have been the one that tipped it over, because this is a prime example of it's not whether what you said is right or wrong or whether you broke the rules. It's about who you messed with. So now that he messed with Trevor Noah, now it's a problem. Now it's enough of a problem for Instagram to take it down. So, yeah, um, I I don't know. I don't think they should have banned him for this. But if it stops me from having to see a Kanye story every two seconds, I might be a little <laughs> bit glad about it. Yeah, I
0: feel that. Exactly.
1: <laughs> All right. Now let's talk about Jack Harlow. OK, let's get into um, somebody with a little bit of sense right now. OK, so recently Jack did an interview with Rolling Stone magazine and he spoke on the Tory Lanes and Meg Thee Stallion shooting situation. Why? Because, of course, Jack has a song with Tory Lanez. His most popular song is What's Poppin'. And on that remix is Tory Lanez. So that's the segue that Rolling Stone used to ask him about it. Right. And
0: then in the interview, Jack Harlow, he basically says, I know I'm a good person. My character, my integrity are very important to me. And I think I've done such a good job that now I'm being forced to answer for other people's actions. He says it doesn't feel right as a grown man to speak for other grown men all the time. Uh, One thing's for sure, though, is that Megan got shot. And I wish her nothing but love and respect. So that was his take on it.
1: Men of all races, creeds, orientations, take notes. Yes. If you don't know what happened or if you don't have enough details, you're not quite sure. You don't know what's really up. You don't have to automatically um, invalidate the woman in the situation because it's a woman or because it's a black woman or because it's a woman you don't like. You can simply either um, have the position of Jack Harlow, which is someone who sounds like he doesn't really know what's up and he's not going to act like he does. But at the same time, he's not invalidating the experience of someone who went through something clearly. So I just thought that was a a, a good enough statement from Jack to be like, okay, um, why do you have me speaking for another man? Number one, like, it's not like he was there or had anything to do with that issue. But since they did ask him about it, you know, he, he made that clear. Like, I'm not about to keep speaking for another guy, but I see that Megan got shot. So, you know, love and respect to her and then wait to see what happens. That's if you believe her, if you don't believe her, if you don't know what happened, whatever. Like, that is a um, a neutral stance to take. But is that what people do? No. They say, oh, she said this man whose songs we like did this to her. So nah, she's lying and she's wrong. And this, no, she made up getting shot. All of that. Like, I just don't respect that. That's not a position that I respect. If you on some, hey, we don't know what happened. We going to see. I respect that. But I don't respect trying to invalidate what someone says happened to them when you don't know for a fact that it didn't happen to them. But yeah, so I, I thought
0: that was a good statement from Jack Harlow. I did, too. And also, can we shed light on that Jack Harlow, uh, Like he just turned 24. So he probably said this interview like when he was like somewhere 23 for him being like such a young age and saying, I think that was an appropriate answer, like a good way to answer that from a public image standpoint as a man. Yeah. Um, like you say, you know, as we're going with what the woman is saying, what Megan is saying and things like that. Like I gave up for Jack Harlow. That was a great answer for especially a young male artist for sure. For sure.
1: And as somebody that has worked with the person accused, because a lot of people, if they know the person accused or if they work with them or that's their homie in some capacity, they're going to automatically try to take that person's side, whether that person is right or wrong for real. So a lot of stuff just gets excused and looked over because they like the person or whatever the case is. But I like where Jack Harlow kept it at. So. Kudos to him. Now let's talk about Vince Staples. Another um, interesting discussion that was had, another interesting social discussion. So Vince was at Hot 97 recently, or he was in New York, and he spoke to Peter Rosenberg of Hot 97. And during their conversation, they got on the fact that record labels profit off of dead rappers, and they capitalize off of these rappers' deaths, which in turn uh, makes the violence in hip-hop skyrocket. I thought it was very, very interesting. Um, some of the things Vince said. So let's hear that. Cause it's money in it, and they're gonna keep selling it, and we're gonna keep perpetuating it, and then we are gonna be hurt when somebody die. I don't necessarily know if they care. If they did, man, the album ready in four weeks once you die. Speak and on you it. You get more press on the album you put out after you die. You get then you get the radio budget, then you get the marketing budget.
0: We're we and now we're used to it. Like that's not even an uncommon thing. Man. Like listening to music posthumously in hip hop now is just like mm-hmm. there are multiple artists. There's a bunch of artists now who exist mm-hmm. who will exist so much more when they were dead than when they were alive. And didn't not because buy, they weren't great or didn't impact people, but just because
1: of how quickly they passed. Because, because because when it comes to these systems, they look at you like, oh, you're dead. Now we have something to move with. And it, and it, like we, we gotta realize as artists, it's not our fault. We gotta stop blaming each other. And we gotta stop treating each other like we the problem. We're operating in a system that has been like this since the 1950s when they was giving niggas Cadillacs for their whole catalog. Come on, Vince Staples. Speak on it. Speak on it. Speak on it. Mm -hmm. I thought this was a great discussion to be had because it's something I've been noticing, too. It's like you are more profitable in death than you are in life, which is why there's no incentive for the labels or any part of the music industry to really step in when they see these artists destroying themselves and self-destructing, whether it's off the drugs, whether it's off the violence, the beef, the back and forth, shooting at each other, all of that. Like, it's so crazy how once you pass now, it's not even like a long process of, dang, this person's really gone. We're going to not put anything out out of respect. It's like, no, one month later, here's some new songs. Month after that, here's the new album. Yeah, go stream it. Like, it's crazy.
0: Yeah, it's definitely crazy. Because... I And it, he, Pete, Pete Rosenberg was kind of right. Like, we do kind of, like... Um, not jump on it, but when something drops, we want to listen to it because we're like, oh, this is the last couple bars or last couple of lyrics from our, my favorite artist. But then again, like, from the back part, it's like, why did why would you... Who would put that out normally for someone who just passed away? You know, so... I get both sides, but it definitely is kind of disrespectful. Like these labels just drop a documentary real quick. They drop merch, branding, Mm -hmm. uh, all this other stuff. So it is kind of weird for sure.
1: Yeah, man. And I don't know what the answer is, but I like the fact that Vince was like, as the artist, you can't completely blame yourselves. Like, oh, it's all on us. We got to stop doing this. We got to stop doing that. Yeah, that's true, but you're also operating within a system that continues to perpetuate that. So mm-hmm. a label is not going to stop. for Let's just using this as an example. The label is not going to stop Lil Durk from putting out a diss song to NBA Youngboy. Whoever Youngboy's label is not going to stop him from putting out a diss song to Lil Durk, where they're talking about, oh, it's on site, we're going to kill you when we see you. No, mm-hmm. that brings the streams up, so hey, yeah, let's keep putting it out. And then when somebody actually does die behind it, Oh, it's going to stream even more. Great. Fantastic. Who cares that you're dead? So, yeah, it's a sad situation, but uh, I like that the truth is being told here by Vince Staples. All right. Now, let's talk about Lil Nas X and mentioning NBA Youngboy like we just did. Lil Nas and NBA Youngboy actually have a collaboration coming out together. Who knew? The, who saw this coming?
0: I definitely did see this coming, um, but Lil Nas X returned to social media um, I guess he was gone for about three months now. So, yeah, Little Nas X had posted like some screenshots on Twitter and he was like, which song do y'all want first? And one was a screenshot of um, a song with NBA Youngboy. Another one was a song with Saucy Santana. And it looks like a lot of fans wanted more of the Youngboy track than the Saucy Santana track.
1: Yeah, and the Youngboy track is actually called Late to the Party. So, I don't know. That sounds like it could be a, a fun song, a little fun record. And then now that I'm thinking about it, um, you know, NBA Youngboy, he likes to – He, like, I feel like he might be able to relate to Lil Nas X on a few things. I don't, I don't know. I feel like there might be some common ground there because I remember when NBA Youngboy basically came out and was like, yeah, I like to dress in makeup. I like to put black stuff all over my face. Like, I, I making. I, f- I forgot what he said. Like, wearing makeup makes him feel like a rock star. So I feel like maybe some of the scrutiny he might have gotten from that, maybe Lil Nas can relate as far as some of the scrutiny he's got in this music game. Um, I don't know. I feel like there could be some common ground there with those two. Also, they both stream crazy whenever they drop anything. So obviously, from a profiting standpoint, from a streaming standpoint, that would be a win. I'm also interested in hearing the Lil Nas and Saucy Santana song, though. Saucy Santana has been has been building his profile. Like, I've been seeing him on all the different interview shows. I've been seeing him get magazine covers. Like, Saucy Saucy is going up right now. So I'm ready to hear that one, too. And that one is called Down South Hoes. So we're going to see what that's about. It, it, it sounds like a bop. Sounds like it's going to give uh, city girl, city boy energy,
0: I mean. Yeah, the City Boys could use a little anthem right now for the summertime, so I feel it.
1: For sure, for
0: sure. All right, lastly, let's talk about Jake Paul because
1: he's obviously turned into a boxing star now. He was a YouTube star, but boxing is where he's getting his bag at right now. And with so much going on between Kanye West and Pete Davidson, Jake Paul wants to see Kanye and Pete get in the ring. And I can't lie, I kind of want to see it too.
0: Yeah. I kind of want to see it too. Yeah. Jay Paul posted a video and he was like, I have an official offer for Kanye West and Pete Davidson. He says, I have $30 million for each of you guaranteed. Mm. Uh plus pay-per-view upside for a six-round boxing match. Uh, He really wants to make it happen. Let's settle this beef like men before the children get affected by your antics. Let's get it done. Make it happen.
1: (laughs) Now, I get that this is uh, self-serving on Jake Paul's behalf, but I kind of do want to see this happen, and I think this will be a good way for the guys to get the aggression out, for real. Mm -hmm. I think they may have to go a little bit higher on the number if they want Kanye, like, Kanye's not gonna take the same amount as Pete Davidson. That's one, and two, yeah. Kanye's a billionaire, so I think it's gonna it might take a little bit more than thirty million to move him on getting in the ring with another man who's dating the ex-wife and mother of his kids. Like I think it's gonna take a little bit more. I think if they up it to maybe sixty for Kanye, maybe thirty for Pete, I think Kanye might be like, "hmm, okay. I think he might consider it. Who yeah, you... I could see that. 60 mil for a little, a little quick boxing match. Yeah, I could definitely see
0: that. Who do you think would win this boxing match, though? Um, I want to give it to Kanye because I just feel like he deserves to just whoop Pete Davidson real quick. But... <laughs> I feel like Pete may have some tricks up his sleeve and Mike could get Kanye like in a surprise hook or something. But what do you think? Neither of them look the
1: most agile, if you ask me. But (laughs) I will say Kanye um, is performing quite often these days. He's at different events. He's on festivals and things. So I feel like he might have a little bit more um, stamina than Pete. But then Mm -hmm. again, Pete's on SNL, so... He's also performing, but I think it's less physically demanding, the type of performing Pete does. So going off of that, I think Kanye. And then on top of that, Kanye has pure rage fueling him as well. So you got to factor that in. (laughs) You got to factor in the rage, uh, the stamina, and the pure hatred uh, that Kanye has in his heart for Pete. So I think Kanye might take this one if it really happens. Mm Mm-hmm okay well let us know your predictions we are gonna end it on that note today that is gonna conclude today's episode of dx daily as always subscribe to this podcast on all platforms wherever you're listening to us at right now and be sure to subscribe to our youtube channel which is hip hop dx
0: and be sure to follow us on all of our socials like our instagram our twitter and our tiktok which is hip hop dx
1: yep you can also follow us i am at asia sky on everything A S H I A is asia and s-k-y-e is sky
0: and I'm at A Dub on everything. That's A Y E E E D
1: U B B. All right, we will see you tomorrow with more daily news. See ya.